The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to another edition of the APC Podcast. This is Evan Tax Western coming to you live from Indianapolis, uh, recapping the final day of the Combine as far as the media goes. We are here in Indianapolis in the hallways of the Indiana Convention Center wrapping up uh, our final day of coverage. So today we had defensive lineman linebacker workouts as well as defensive back interviews. Uh, We'll go through a few of the workouts first because there are a lot of impressive numbers to take a look at. Uh, As far as the Packers' main needs, um, primarily edge rusher, there was a lot of very talented edge rushers, obviously in the first-round conversation, but pretty much every one of them uh, put up some really good numbers on the day. Probably the most impressive overall performance of any of those players at that position was brought in by Harold Landry out of Boston College. Um, at this point, it's it's tough to see him slipping too far, too much farther than you know the teens in the first round based on his performance. Six two and a half, two fifty two. Um, he ran his forty and four six four, which is a very good number, and he also had one of the better ten yard splits at one five nine. Um, that's definitely gonna. Um, it speaks to his get off, um, his his quick twitch ability, um, which is obviously critical at that position. But uh, Landry also had a, a really nice day overall. Um, he had one of the better three-cone times at 6.88, um, as well as some pretty good explosiveness numbers. In addition to Landry, we had some good numbers put in by Bradley Chubb on the 40, as well as um, Josh Sweat of Florida State, who's kind of looked at as maybe a late day two, early day three pick. Uh, he really helped himself out in a big way today. Um, at 6'5 and 251, Sweat ran at uh, his 40 and 4.53. Great number for him, and he actually had the, the fastest 10-yard split of anybody in the defensive line class. He also put up almost a 40-inch vertical, 39.5, um, as well as a broad jump of 10 foot 4. So keep an eye on Josh Sweat maybe in, in the second day of the draft if the Packers end up not taking an edge rusher in round 1. Uh, I'd also be remiss if I didn't address Marcus Davenport's workout. Um, he looked pretty good as well for the most part. Um, ran fast. He was 4.58. 
um, and that's at 6'6 and 265, so that's a pretty solid number for him. Um, explosiveness and agility numbers weren't quite what um, you might like to see from him. Uh, 33 and a half inch in the vertical. Uh, his count time was only 7.20 as opposed to, again, Landry, who was almost um, about three tenths of a second faster than that. As far as the linebackers go, uh, there's a couple of really notable performances here as well. Uh, we'll start with Shaquem Griffin, um, the, the player out of UCF. Again, we touched on him recently. Uh, in interviews yesterday, but um, he's the player with uh, with who's missing a hand. And after going out and putting 20 reps on the bench press with a prosthetic yesterday, uh, he had the fastest time by a linebacker in history at 4.38. So um, good for good for Shaquem Griffin. Um, it was really the talk in the media room when that that time came in. Uh, there was an audible reaction from from everyone in the room when when he ran that. As far as other great performances, um, Leon Jacobs from Wisconsin. He's still, you know, late round pick potentially. Uh, he had a really good day for the most part. Um, great job in the 40 for Jacobs. He ran that in a 4.48 was the official time. Uh, that coming on the heels of 26 reps in the bench press. Explosiveness numbers pretty good there too. Uh, 34 and a half inch vertical, so that's solid. Not spectacular, but pretty good. As for guys who are potentially in the Packers conversation in round one, uh, Tremaine Edmonds from Virginia Tech had a great day. Uh, he's 6'4 and a half, 253. Uh, he ran his 40 and 4.54. So that's uh, a great time for him. And then for more of an off the ball will linebacker style, uh, Roquan Smith out of Georgia uh, ran at 4.51, which was going to be really important for him to run fast at his size since he's a little smaller at 6'1, 236. Switching gears and going from workouts back over to interviews. Um, the Packers, we confirmed two formal interviews that they had here in Green or in Indianapolis. Uh, Denzel Ward, one of them, he's projected by many to be the top cornerback in this year's class. Uh, he measured in a little bit taller than expected, and I think that might uh, have been a reason for the Packers being willing to use a, a formal interview with him, as uh, as those are limited. But yeah, Ward uh, measured in at five foot ten and seven eighths inches, which is right about the the Packers cutoff. He's a fast guy. He's he's rather lightly built. Uh, he he he's five eleven, but he's only about one hundred eighty three pounds, um, and he's got shorter arms too. So I think the Packers will want to take a close look at uh, Denzel Ward to see if um, if he's going to work for for what they're looking for at the cornerback position. Uh, the other player that we confirmed an interview with is Derwin James, the versatile safety out of Florida State. Uh, James can really play uh, a number of different positions, very much like Morgan Burnett did for the Packers last year. Uh, at, in his final year at Florida State, he played safety, he played slot corner, he even played some off-ball linebacker, uh, very much, again, in, in the, the Morgan Burnett versatility mold. The difference there is that uh, Derwin James is expecting to test out tomorrow as a elite athlete as well as um, obviously having the youth on his side and, and some, some significant explosiveness question for James is, is he going to be there at 14 when the Packers are on the clock? Uh, he's predicting that he's going to go in the top 10. Um, somebody was asking him if, uh, being a Dallas native, he would be interested in going to the Cowboys, and he joked that he doesn't think he's going to last long enough for them to take him anyway. So certainly no lack of confidence for Derwin James, but um, he's, a, he's an interesting guy, engaging guy. Um, if you want to see the full interview for him, uh, get over to the APC Facebook page, facebook.com slash Acme Packing Company. Um, all spelled out, and we've got the video of, of his interview uh, up. We've also got it posted on the on the website at acmepackingcompany.com. A couple other corners who were of note, 
that I talked to today. Uh, Josh Jackson from Iowa um, spoke. We will, we've did a, a live video of his, so you can find that on our Facebook page as well. But um, not much there. He was, he's a one-year starter at Iowa. Uh, he played behind Denzel, excuse me, Desmond King and uh, a group of talented cornerbacks at Iowa before he got a chance to take over the starting job as a junior. So he's the, the player who had five interceptions and two game span against Ohio State and Wisconsin. So um, certainly the ball skills are there. Um, he played mostly zone, however. So teams that are running a little bit more of a man scheme, kind of like the, the Packers are expected to under Mike Pettin, will need to um, really talk to him and, and determine if they think he's got the makeup to, to learn a little bit more press technique. Um, Isaiah Oliver from Colorado, he's a potential second-round pick, uh, probably, again, a day-two player. But uh, Oliver, he's a, a tall, physical corner. Um, he's about a little over six foot, 200 pounds, long, long arms, 33 and a half, um, helping him kind of keep those receivers at bay. Um, and he's an interesting player. His, uh, his father and his uncle played in the NFL, um, and he, kind of like Josh Jackson, uh, he was a little bit of a one-year wonder in that he only got a chance to start uh, his final year of college. Um, he was playing behind two day-two draft picks in last year's draft, Shadobi Awuzie, who went to Dallas in the second round, and Akella Witherspoon, who went to San Francisco in round three. So certainly there's a lot of secondary talent coming out of, uh, of Boulder and the Colorado Buc- Buffaloes program. Finally, uh, the last uh, interview of the week was with Michael Joseph. He's a cornerback from Dubuque College. It's a Division Three college in Iowa, and uh, he probably has one of the best stories of anyone in uh, this draft class. Um, we mentioned Nathan Shepard, the defensive tackle, last uh, yesterday in, in yesterday's edition. Um, but those two players probably have uh, have the competition for who's got the most winding, un- unlikely road to get to the combine. Joseph was a player who didn't start a single game for his high school football team, uh, essentially walked on to Dubuque after um, having a, a friend who was a track athlete there and got on their radar a little bit, walked on there, uh, participated in their developmental squad, which is essentially a practice squad, uh, again, for a D3 team, uh, was there as a freshman, redshirted, and then by the time his sophomore year rolled around, he had learned the position well enough uh, corner and, and built up his strength to the point where uh, they felt comfortable putting him out there as a starter. So he started his first game since youth football uh, as a redshirt sophomore and then went on to have three straight years being an all-conference pick um, in the in the Iowa Conference in D3. So he's a great story. Um, he's got an older brother um, who, you know, he they really push each other, um, really kind of cites, cites his older brother as a, um, a motivator and someone who, you know, he really looks up to. Uh, as far as um, athletic pursuits and just in general. Um, so keep uh, keep an eye out for Joseph. Um, we just posted that video to our Facebook page as well. We'll get that up on the site shortly. And so, um, yeah, Joseph was the, the final interview of the week. Um, all told, good week here in Indianapolis. We got a lot of video. Um, again, make sure to, to check out the site and check out the Facebook page. Lots of... Um, notes to write up over the next couple of weeks so keep an eye out for that um, and finally we'll have the final day of the combine officially tomorrow when the defensive backs go through their workouts but um, as far as our daily diaries go this is it uh, thanks everybody for listening um, we hope to bring you the APC podcast in its normal format uh, starting back up in the next couple of weeks as we 
inch closer to free agency, the draft, um, everything coming up here uh, very shortly in March with free agency beginning on the 14th and then the draft just six weeks later. So until then, this is Evan Western for Acme Packing Company signing off from the APC podcast. And as always, go Pack Go! Hello, I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation, and I want to tell you about my new show, It Seemed Smart. It Seems Smart is a show about people doing things that, for some reason or another, seemed smart at the time. Those things might include doing a little cocaine and driving a bike up a mountain. Or, I don't know, maybe racing 100 miles per hour across the country in the middle of the night with no one's permission. Or even stealing a bat from an umpire's room in a Major League Baseball park. Check it out, and if you like it, tell a friend. I'm Spencer Hall. Don't do anything smart. Smart.